Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. All right, kicking off our final hour together this week. And uh, for me, it'll be on my final hour with you for a while. Uh, they're, they're sending me out. Scraby and Tony decided uh, they've had enough of me. so Out to pasture? They're shipping me overseas for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. Uh, they'll be holding down the fort for the next two weeks. I, I thought I'd get back just in time for the uh, playoffs to start. And actually, I will be back in time for the playoffs oh, to start, yes, unfortunately. Padres just won't be in those playoffs. Uh, I also turned down a vacation in October because I thought we were going to be yeah, doing playoffs. Yeah, we, we changed our normal uh, our normal vacation month is October. My wife and I it just kind of works that way. But I said we can't do it this year. We 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 got to be in town for the playoff run, the World Series run, the whole thing. So we switched things up this year. We're going away in September, but. Uh, Yes, uh, when we get back, either the Padres will have won 20 games in a row or uh, the final nails will have been inserted into the coffin. Uh, Blake Snell will start tonight going after that Cy Young Award. As mentioned earlier today, Zach Gallen of the Diamondbacks pitched a three-hit complete game shutout at Wrigley Field today, beating the Cubs one nothing. So Gallen staking his claim with a 15th victory this season. We'll see if Snell can answer the call tonight against the Astros. Uh, it is over at the U.S. Open tennis. I should have known. Djokovic uh, stumbled a little at the end, but he prevailed in the tie break and uh, takes a straight sets victory over the young American Ben Shelton. So Novak Djokovic is into his 36th major tennis final. He will go for yet another Grand Slam championship on Sunday against either Alcaraz or Medvedev. Djokovic is, I don't know why I like him. I shouldn't like him because he's really arrogant out on the court. And after he won this match, he held a, uh, his fingers up to his, up to his ear and mouth as if he was holding a phone. And then he's, he's walking up to the net to, to shake hands and congratulate his opponent. He made the gesture as he was hanging up the phone, like <laughs> this call funny. is over. It's kind of but funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I did. I thought it was funny. I Djokovic is he doesn't seem likable, but he's so good, and he's unflappable. He is certainly unflappable, and uh, there isn't anything. Mean, I don't think anybody in the stadium in Unite in uh, New York was rooting for him today. No, probably not. Probably rooting for Shelton. Yeah, but, American. Uh, doesn't matter. Djokovic uh, prevails in straight sets, so he moves on to the final. Uh, all right, uh, one other thing. 
And maybe you can, I don't think you can, but Oregon State and Washington State mm, yes, I did filed a legal complaint against the Pac-12 and the commissioner. They're seeking emergency temporary restraining order. I don't really know against what the they're... Against the conference? Against the <laughs> conference. I, I don't know. There is no conference, right? I mean, it's so confusing to me. All I can say is that what ought to happen, Oregon State, Washington State, San Diego State, Boise State, and maybe the next six or seven best teams ought to just get together and call themselves the Pac-12 and just move on, right? Because the rest of football's left them behind. It just has. I was, I was, I brief, bri- oh, let me start that over. Careful. I briskly moved over the article that I was reading. Yeah, it's, it got it's really, not easy to understand. No, but what I think that they're doing is that they're trying to gain. Did you say this just now? They're trying to gain control of the Pac-12, so the that, name Pac-12. Yes, yeah, so or like so that they can do what they want with the Pac-12, okay. like which is could be kind of smart. But now with schools owning a conference, that this is getting weird. It's so it's so it's so beyond me crazy. Uh, I just I want it all to go away. And I don't know that that's the deal. By the way, that was my brisk reading of the article. Right. And I want Stanford to get on a plane and go play at Wake Forest. Have fun. Uh, all right. Uh, let's. Uh, we got our NFL uh, preview coming up in the next segment. Got a big five after that. But right now, wins, losses, the daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. We have some bets to review from last night. But first, the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments, in-depth analysis, start-sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, 12 games in October. I will stop annoyingly pestering people to download 12 games in October. But if you haven't checked it out, just type in one, two games in October in the Aussie app or wherever you get your podcasts. Where are you at now? You about the end? I'm done. You've got them all out. They're all out. Yeah. Episode 12's out. Everything's done. But maybe you didn't ever start listening to it, and it's uh, you could go back to the very first one, right? Yeah, you can download it, listen to it whenever you want. Someone told me that they listened to it in order of how they like importance of the game for them. So they started with the Dodgers uh, or the win over the Dodgers in Game Five, and then they went to the Joe Musgrove. So you can do that, or you can just listen one through twelve, and it'll go in order. There's many different ways to listen, but 12 games in October. It was quite the series. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Quite the series. Now, we have a survivor pool that we started for the show. and uh, NFL survivor pool. Yeah, sorry. Yes, it's not like Survivor the TV show, which, you know, is out there. Uh, We started this, and it ended up filling up to 100. I did not know that Yahoo uh, survivor pool... Settings don't allow more than 100 users, so I started a second pool, and it's all part of the same pool. Unfortunately, you won't be able to see what's happening in the other one, but I'm going to send emails. And if you want to sign up still until Sunday at 10 a.m., you can. You just go to my Twitter page, at Matt Scravy. The new link is pinned at the top. We have 
players that have already signed up for the next one. So it's all part of the same thing. No money. Not, it's just you sign up on Yahoo and you make your pick. Now We are playing for pride. Pl- <clears throat> excuse me. Playing for pride. I'm getting excited here. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players last night, Chris, go out with the with picking the Chiefs to beat the Lions. Now that's a that's a really gutsy pick, I thought. Because little risky, little risky. You just especially don't especially with Kelsey out of the game. You just don't know. But here are you the don't players. Know any game. You don't know any game. Let's be honest about that. It is it's, the NFL. It is, but the, especially the first game of the year, it's very difficult to yeah. to figure that out. Here are the players that are no longer Part of our survivor pool, aka PD's picks, an agreeable pick set. R none sixty six, chilling with Mahomies. Huh. D stock. Well, that's why that person picked the Chiefs. Yeah, I know. Chilling with Mahomies. Uh, our friend Bernice, hysterical Queen B. She picked the Chiefs. She's out. Oh, Mike, no. Michael's majestic pick set, which is just their generic one. Trag Trag's pick set and AVI dash CES. Ah, Those players are. I'm out. heartbroken for all of you. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited that I survived the first game, but I didn't uh, make a pick. You I got to get through the first week with the Commanders beating the Cardinals, which is I don't know. That usually trips me up the very first week. Yeah, a lot pools, of people so. have picked them. I was looking through some of the uh, percentages, and I believe that one second, the number one pick is Baltimore over Houston. Houston, yes. All right, we'll see how the survivor pool goes. Hopefully. Uh, Everybody will stay alive, or everybody yeah. uh, else will stay alive. Yeah, you have until Sunday at 10 a.m. to sign up Matt, at Matt Scraby. Yeah, get the yourself top. involved. Have some fun. Have uh, some ben fun. Higgins is in it now. Sammy Lev's in it. Yeah. Uh, and Klug is trying to get in it. So lots of us here at the station. A lot of the big-name celebrities. Big-name celebrities. Yeah. Well, once Ben Higgins joins, it goes up a notch. I made a special tweet because Ben Higgins joins. It goes joined. up a notch. <laughs> uh, all right. Last night, my parlay was plus 700. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, anytime touchdown. Oh, uh, uh, man, I cannot speak. Amon Ross St. Brown, over 79.5 receiving yards. All three of those did not happen in the game last I night. I think you should get a bonus. <laughs> All three of for, those for did not making happen. a parlay that none of the three happened. Well, Isaiah Pacheco barely played. Jameer Gibbs barely played. He had a touchdown too, but he tripped. He did. And Amon Ross St. Brown had like I don't know, he 60, had 71. 71 yards. Yeah, so. he was one catch away. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you didn't uh, get any of it. Yeah. Next, you did not get any of it. Next uh, review bet we need to review is Lions and Chiefs over under 53 and a half total points in the game last night. All of us went over. No, and, we did not. We went or under. under. Sorry, yes, Thank I meant you. to say that. Yeah. And uh, all of us were correct because it was 21-20, so only 41 yeah. points. That was a kind of an easy one, I thought. I thought so, I too. thought for the opening game, the that was way too high of a point spread. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, total point spread. Going so. to U.S. Open Women's Tennis, Coco Goff faced off against Mukunda. Kova over under 21 and a half games in this one. All of us chose the over on this, and all of us are correct, but by point five, they played 22, 22 games. 22 games, yeah. It was a pretty good match, uh, but Goff had control of it throughout. She'll go for her first Grand Slam final tomorrow. Uh, Adam Wainwright pitched for the Cardinals yesterday over under two and a half strikeouts. Chris went over. Tony and I went under. He had four strikeouts against the Braves. Big so. game for Adam Wainwright. You that a boy, Wayno. Wayno. That boy, Wayno. Now the Liberty and the WNBA played the Los Angeles Sparks. The Liberty were 14-point favorites. Chris chose the Liberty. Tony and I chose the Sparks. And the Liberty won, but they only won by seven points. So we went on the spread right there. You guys there. won that. We all went three and one last night. So pretty good. Pretty good. All well, right. 
Brad, good night. One thing before we get into yours, the first reported six-figure bet of college football of week two is $165,000 on Alabama minus seven and a half to beat Texas. So they took Alabama by seven and a half. And they paid one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. That's too risky for me, Chris. That's a little risky. Because it's not even a little risky. That's very risky. Last year, Alabama beat Texas by one point. Oh, that's a good point. So this year, you're given what seven and a half? Seven and a half to hang with them if that you lose is. that bad, man. Man, I'm going to be paying attention to that. One hundred and sixty-five thousand. Of course, that does sound like an, an inordinate amount of money. But for that but person, for that person, it may seem like a nickel. You know, you can give it to me, and I'll do some good things with You'd the rather hunting. have the money yourself. Yeah. I don't blame I'll you. I'll make some parlays for you. All right, here's our picks for the weekend. Scrape, I got five, oh, and wow. we'll see how we do. Uh, last weekend, I went five and oh, so I'm hoping to uh, duplicate that. Tomorrow, it'll be the U.S. Women's Open Championship match. Uh, Coco Goff against Arena uh, Sabalenka. Uh, the total number of games, 22 and a half. So last night, Goff went 22 games and beat Mukova. This is 22 and a half games for the championship. You going over or under? It's a championship game. I'm going over. Going to go over. Goff is trying to win her first ever Grand Slam. I think it's going to, I just don't, for some reason, I think it's going to be under. Okay. I'll take Sabalenka to win like six. Four six three or something like that. Book it. Be under. All right. Uh, also, tomorrow we got to bet on Neon Dion's game. <laughs> Colorado and Nebraska. Colorado favored by three points at home against Nebraska. I'll go first here. Did they not watch Colorado play last week against TCU? I mean, TCU is a better team than Nebraska. Colorado beat them by three. I gotta believe at home they're gonna beat Nebraska by more than three. I'll I I'm I'm buying the Dion hype. I'll take Colorado here. Uh just because there is a college football coach that I dislike more than Dion the college football coach, and it's Matt Rule, so I'm gonna say Colorado in this Oh, is one. he uh, he's the Nebraska coach? Yeah, he now. is the Nebraska coach. I think they'll even shake hands after the game. I would hope so. I, I mean, hope so. it's just not a big deal. It's not though. like a Russian and a Ukrainian. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, UCLA and San Diego State tomorrow, 14-point spread uh, at Snapdragon Stadium. Scrape. I have no idea where to go with this one. Yeah, I know. Because the Aztecs can keep it within. I'm just going to say that I'm going to take the Aztecs to keep it within 14. Well, I have to take them. I mean, I'm hopeful. If they play like they did last week, they're going to get beat by... Four touchdowns. It's not going to look very good. You're going to have to play a lot better. Uh, On Sunday morning, the 49ers and Steelers go in the first week of the NFL. Over-under total, 41.5 points, Gravy. 41.5 points. Just for comparison, last night's game was 53.5 points. Yeah. But the 49ers and the Steelers, it's only 41.5 points. I'm going to go. You can go first. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go over. Go over. Yeah, it probably won't be much over. 41 and a half points is just nothing in an NFL game. I mean, 24-20 does it. I know. All right, just because they want me to, I'll go under. Oh, wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it'll be like 17-13. to 13. And then the Dolphins and the Chargers Sunday afternoon up in L.A. This one's 51 points for these two high-scoring offenses. I'll say over. I don't think either of them can stop the other. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to say there's a lot of low scores this weekend. I'm going to say under. Another under. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Scrape, you'll see how we do on Monday. We'll take a break when we come back. Previews for the AFC East and the NFC East as we uh, count you down to uh, the opening weekend of the National Football League. Also still ahead, our big five. Tony returns for that. Gwen and Chris comes back after a check of traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. 322 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr. joins the program again here at the bottom of the hour when we uh, head back out to Houston to hear from him on our Big Five. But right now, little NFL music, Scraby. Continuing our preview of the 2023 season, we focus in on the AFC East and the NFC East. Who do you want to start with, Scrape? Uh, Let's go NFC. NFC? Yeah, sure. All right, who do you have winning this division? This, You know, both of these divisions are very tough. It's I think there's a lot of easy. good teams in both these yes, divisions. Yes. And not only that, they play each other this year. Oh, the two divisions. So the AFC do. East plays the NFC East this year. So oh, these teams fun. will all be playing each other throughout the year. Uh, my division winner has to be the Eagles. You're going to have to dethrone them. Okay. But that's that's said with uh, not so much confidence. You're not confident in that. No. A lot of people are very confident in the Eagles winning. Yes, yes, Those they are. people are not paying attention to recent NFL history, which says that the team that loses the Super Bowl stinks the next year. Yeah. It almost always happens. Not every time there's exceptions to every rule. 49ers. But if you lose a Super Bowl, you tend to not play very well the next year. Things don't go your way. I am taking the New York football Giants to win this division. That's crazy. It's not crazy. Look where the Giants finished up last year. They were in the semifinal game of the NFC. They lost to the Eagles. I know. They beat the Vikings on the road in the playoffs. I thought they were legit squad all year long. People kept waiting for them to fold. It never happened. Uh, Saquon Barkley has been paid. 
And I just don't believe in the Eagles coming back this year, and I'm certainly not going to believe in the Cowboys. So <laughs> that leaves the New York Football Giants. I'm calling for an upset in this division, Scraby. All right, I mean, I could, I could, I could see it happening. I could. There you have it. My big upset pick. Uh, last place in the division has to be the uh, Washington. Not that I don't. You know, I, I have a little faith in Eric Bieniemy. I don't have as much in Sam Howell. I haven't seen him play yet. But uh, the Commanders might be one of the better last place teams in football. Yeah, probably like a seven and ten team, maybe eight. Yeah, nine. I think they could be okay, but I, I just don't see them keeping up with the other three. I have the Commanders as well. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something later that's gonna make you be like, what? All right, um, you do that all the time. I know, uh, I know. MVP of the NFC East for you, it is. You know, I'm not gonna go with Jalen Hurts. Even okay. though I am a believer in Jalen Hurts, I just think that he may take a step back this year because teams are going to make it their their business to figure out how to stop him. So I'm going to say Devontae Smith is going to go to the next level Devontae this year. Smith, My wife would be happy to hear yes, that. Yes, she would. He was her keeper player in fantasy this year. I think Hope he's going right. to go to the next level. I've read a lot about his offseason and how it was. A I know one, one thing. The national championship season, Heisman. No one ever covered him. I mean, no. he was the most open receiver I've ever seen. He had like 200-something yards in, in the first half of the national championship. Yeah, he was really amazing. All right, my MVP of this division, if the Giants are going to win it, it's got to be Saquads Barkley. <laughs> He's going to have to carry the load. Daniel Jones is better than I think people think he is. I agree. I think the addition of Darren Waller helps him as long as Waller gets on the field. Yep. But uh, Barkley is the hero for the Giants. If they win this division, he'll be the MVP. Uh, best breakout fantasy player. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Robinson Jr. I thought about him. Of the Washington Commanders. I don't know. This guy looked pretty good to me last year. And remember, he was the guy that was shot. Yes. Like a week before the season he started. Was, yeah. And he still came back and did really, really well. Now, this year, he hasn't been shot. So he's got a big big head start on where he was last year. I don't have a lot of faith in the other running back there, uh, Gibson in Washington. So I think Brian Robinson could have a breakout campaign. All right. So that's my guy. Who are you going with your breakout fantasy player in that division? I know that we have a few listeners that are going to love to hear this. I've read lots of good things about him. He has passed up Dawson Knox as like the number one tight end, it seems like. But Dalton Kincaid of the Bills. In the NFC East? Oh, duh. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to try to make fun of you. That's so stupid. Yeah. Good job. Um, I, I'm going to go. You want to try again? Uh, wow. Uh, I Come put, again? I put two Bills players in each division. I put Dalton Kincaid for this one. I'm going to have to go eek, off the top of my head. Let's just go with Sam Howell. I believe in Sam Howell. Sam Howell. All right. Nice job. That was dumb. You can actually fill that in later if yeah, you really want to. Okay. Uh, biggest disappointment in the division, other than you, for thinking that uh, Dalton I, Kincaid was <laughs> in this division. I'm talking about the Bills. I'm all confident about it. Wrong division. Yeah. Who do you got for your disappointment in the NFC East? I'm going to say the Cowboys. Until, Cowboys. until Jerry Jones lets go of the reins and, and lets the head coach do his thing and get a new head coach in there that can do it. They're, They're going to get the hype. To the next They're level. always going to get the hype. Yeah. That's for sure. All right, my biggest disappointment in this division will be DeAndre Swift. He was a huge disappointment last year in Detroit. Now he goes to Philadelphia where he joins the Super Bowl team. 
<laughs> and I think Rashad Penny will run circles around him, and uh, he'll be a big disappointment. Let's go to the AFC East, which is where you wanted to be in the first place. I guess so. Uh, division winner, I'll go first. Every year in my life, and I'm now like 100 years old, that I've picked the Dolphins to win a division, they have stunk. Every year they've won a division, I haven't picked them. So? So I'm going to pick them this year and hope that they make a miracle happen. Yeah, <laughs> It's a three-team race. It is. I mean, they've got a legit shot if everybody stays healthy, but they're not off to a good start. I mean, they've already got Armstead on the injured list. they Jaylen got Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey on the injured list. It's a bad, and uh, Jeff Wilson, they're running back, but I'll, I'll say the Dolphins, the luck shines on them. Who do you who are you taking? Buffalo I, again? This is this is the last year for Buffalo before last they have to really do some changing up on this team, but okay. they have the experience. They're ready to make it to the Super Bowl finally. Well, we'll see. They were really a disappointment in that playoff last game last year against Cincinnati. Uh, last place, I think we both can agree, New England. Which is crazy, but yeah. It's crazy, Belichick, but I mean, they've got the worst team in the division. MVP, uh, if the Dolphins do it, it's going to be because Tyreek Hill goes crazy. So I'll say Tyreek Hill. MVP, who do you have? Uh, I know that the Bills are my division winner, but I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers is going to bring the most. No, to Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't think they're going to win the division, but they Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs is going to help them a ton. Feeling like he has a playoff run in him. I do. I All do. right, best fantasy breakout player in the AFC <laughs> East. I wonder if you're going to go with Dalton King. No, actually, I, I'm going to go with Gabe Davis. That's who I originally picked, and then I... Pretended like Dalton Kincaid was in the NFC East, but I think Gabe Davis, he's always on the brink of being a great fantasy player, and I think this is the year he goes over. No, it isn't. Okay. Because uh, they got to keep throwing to Stephon Diggs. Uh, best fantasy Good player point. breakout for me is James Cook. Yeah. Running back Buffalo. You hear it every year that Buffalo's going to have a good running game. Yeah. But it never happens. No. So maybe this is the year it happens. And then our biggest disappointment in the AFC East, for me, this is kind of an easy one. He had a pretty good season last year, but he had Patrick Mahomes. This year he has Mac Jones. Oh. Don't buy into the hype that is Juju Smith Schuster. I've never bought into the Juju. I know you haven't. So I'll, I'm going to go with my him as my biggest disappointment. It was either that or Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of hype to live up to. I mean, Hard Knocks made him seem like he will never have an incomplete pass again. You're right. So, you know, he's got a lot to live up to. I mean, people are really expecting the Jets to be really good. And if he doesn't make the playoffs, that's a... That's That's a a failure. That's a failure. So... Yeah, you know, my biggest disappointment is going to be Juju's quarterback, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, there's something, <laughs> there's something that uh, he said. Uh, was it him or Belichick? One of those, one of those two said it in the offseason about how he had to regain the trust of the team and all this other stuff. Right, and that's that's a major red flag for me when you're having to regain the trust of the team three years in. That's yeah. not good. Well, I'm just proud of you because at least Mac Jones plays in that division. Thank you. So you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. All right, uh, Scraby's going to keep all of our preseason. Uh, you know, I already MVPs have a document ready. Document. We'll break it out around midseason. See how we're doing. And by the way, make a note to do that because we always say we're going to do that. I don't know that we always we do. do. We do, but it's fun to break it out and see how terrible our picks look. Like, you know, around Thanksgiving. That's why I know we do it's it. It's like because we the need Buffalo something. Bills. The Buffalo Bills. They're two and fourteen. They're terrible. What were we thinking? Why would we ever pick them? Yeah, it's so weird how things turn out. Okay, uh, coming up next, Tony's back. Big Five's headed your way.
338, welcome back. Glenn and Chris heading toward the Padre pregame show at the top of the hour. Sammy Levitt's got it for you. All the information about Blake Snell's run for the Cy Young Award. Blake uh, needs a uh, big game tonight, especially since Zach Gallen, one of his Cy Young competitors, pitched a three-hit shutout earlier today at Wrigley Field for the Diamondbacks in a one nothing victory. One that puts the Diamondbacks into the third and final playoff spot in the wild card race. Seven and a half games clear of the Padres. Really? The Diamondbacks are seven and a half games clear of the Padres. No one predicted that. No one predicted that. But I predicted this, and that was that Tony would be back for a big five. So let's get to it after we check traffic. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest and most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Well, final Big Five of the week, guys. How would you have graded my Big Five so far this week? I've never You've asked been a strong you week, I feel like. Okay, good. Thank you. You've been a strong week so far. Chris? There, Chris, has, there hasn't been too many silliness, silly questions <laughs> in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Were uh, you, like, sleeping over there? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I, I, I usually am. Okay. Uh, during <laughs> the Big Five. This is very strange. <laughs> Not how I envisioned this going here, but that's, I guess, us in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's just get into it. And we have some good news. Number five. Familiar face, jerks, and profile. That smiling face is back with the team along with uh, E-Guy or Eggy Rosario. Profar was with AAA El Paso for the last week or so, and then he was with the Rockies for the season before that, or the beginning part of this season. Uh, last year, Profar was the leadoff man for the Padres, and the Padres now have a good leadoff man with Hassan Kim. Chris, what is the role of Jerickson Profar? Uh, to get everybody in a good frame of mind. That, that's what he seems to do really, really well. And I'm not with the team every day, but I just kind of perceive that to be the case. Um, yeah, plug in, play wherever you can. I mean, don't forget, Jerkson Profar came up as a second baseman, if I recall, with Texas and in Oakland. So uh, he can still play there, uh, and he's playing all the outfield positions. So he's a very valuable guy to have, switch hitter. And, uh, you know, he's just a likable guy. Uh, I, I think he's good to have in the clubhouse. I I was a little surprised that it didn't work out with him at the beginning of the season. It felt like the, the Padres had a spot for him here. 
for some reason, uh, and it's not just Jerickson Profar, it's everybody. It seems like it seems like the the new player is always more, uh, you know, something that the teams want more than the guy they already had. Because they could have easily re-signed Profar, it seems to me. But uh, they went in a couple different directions. It, it didn't necessarily work out. I mean, they're... they're um, their uh, their little uh, fringe players the Padres had more, didn't have great years. So I hope Profar is part of this thing going forward. I, I like him. Tony, what is the role of Jerks in Profar? Uh, I think to kind of you know fill in where where they need him to fill in. Ultimately, uh, it, it seems like uh, Manny may be DHing a lot more often, if not all the time, moving forward. And so um, that gives you another option outside of batting. Um, he can obviously play in the outfield a little bit, so you know I, I I think ultimately he'll he'll fill in the gaps. And I think in a clubhouse standpoint, I don't think there's no question he's the type of guy who uh, does seem to bring people together, uh, and that's what he that's what he did when he was here the first time. So uh, a little bit of both of those, I believe. All right, number four. Uh, this one's a little complicated, but stay with me. I read this like five oh, times. Oh, I love when you do complicated ones on but, Big Five. But whatever, whatever grade Tony gave you is about to go down. No, I have uh, <laughs> I have read this over and over just to make sure it sounds good. But it's a it's kind of complicated. Here we it's go. Not, the, the issue isn't when you read it to yourself; it's when you read it out loud is where things yes. get a little complicated. I, well, I was more looking for all the details and what do I need, what don't I need. All right, here here's we what go. I came up with. Former University of Florida defensive lineman and current Chicago Bears rookie Jervin Dexter Sr. has filed a lawsuit alleging his NIL deal with Big League Advance Fund violated Florida state law. Now, the deal signed in May 2022 before Dexter's junior season with the Gators. He uh, granted Big League Advance 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings over the next 25 years in exchange for a one-time payment of $436,485. So he got, in essence, a loan. They gave him a bunch of money, and then he has to give a bunch of his salary back when he makes the for NFL. For 25 years. Okay. 15% How, of his earnings, right? Pre-tax. That's what pre-tax. However, Florida State Representative Chip Lamarca, who sponsored the state's original NIL law, says that the deal violates a provision that prohibits NIL contracts from extending beyond uh, their college participation. Quote, the deals were supposed to be that an athlete could participate in the free market, and when they graduate, whether they go on to play professionally or not, any future contracts are null and void, he told ESPN. Uh, Dexter was selected by the Bears in the second round of the 2022 draft. He signed a four-year, $6.72 million contract, so he would owe on that contract, he would owe them around a million dollars. All right. Told you it was complicated. I think it did okay. I think we got it. Yeah, Um, good job. Thanks. Tony, we've talked about this with some of the baseball players, but it's a different deal because they're professionals. This is a student athlete. Um, Do you think this kind of deal is, quote-unquote, predatory? Uh, Yeah. Maybe maybe predatory might be a little strong. Predatory. <laughs> yeah, I know what you said the first time, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think it is ultimately right because it's an NIL deal, right? With name and was name and rights, name you, you, image you, likeness, name and image and likeness, right? So you know, once you do, and by the way, this is a. It sounds like this is a Florida state law, which the NIL deal was initially signed in. 
Um, this seems pretty straightforward. That if the law reads as it was read to us, that you that is basically over with once a, a student athlete becomes a professional. I don't know where the argument is in this. It, it, that seemed pretty straightforward to me. And so, yeah, I, I think if this NIL company wrote that contract up knowing what the law was, indeed it is uh, predatory. Chris? Predatory. Predatory. Yeah, it is because they're preying on uh, somebody who's desperate for money at the time. I mean, and, that's really why he's doing offering this because he bunch, needs that money. Yes, they're offering him a bunch of money now. Uh, and you always have to pay me now or pay me later, and he's in this case has to pay them later. But he might get protected by this law. He might be lucky. I, I don't know. I mean, I've always felt buyer beware. And you know, I mean, if you if you're going to offer me X amount of money and I'm going to sign something to accept it, I think I'm going to have somebody take a look at all of the language of it to make sure that I'm not paying back money for the rest of my life. So I mean, I think you that's know, a good lesson here. Seems like Dexter uh, has a little. Dexter, our phone caller. No, Dexter. <laughs> this guy, Dexter, has a little bit. You know, has to take a little bit of responsibility for this. So, you know, he may get protected by the law, but you know, just for all of the uh, the young athletes out there, if somebody's going to offer you a bunch of money, they're probably going to want something back. Make yeah. sure you know exactly what that is before you that's sign it. the deal. You're going to have to borrow some money to have another lawyer look at that contract <laughs> so that you can find out what exactly, yeah, what exactly is in it. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah. For yeah. sure. That's that's a tough position to be in. I, I'm kind of shocked, too, that he was a second-round draft pick. He's only making $6.7 million over four years. It's just the level Are you of, shocked? Because it's like second-round draft picks, it seems like they make a little bit more than just over a million dollars a year or two million or whatever it is. Only because they're second-round picks? I think... We got our. I think we've kind of always known. If you're not in the first round, you ain't making that 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 big kind of money anymore. I guess not. I, I would be spitting on six point seven two million dollars. Yes, you would. Sure. If I was offered that. Sure. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm in a really good mood, guys. LSU. LSU head coach Brian Kelly is making. Okay, let me ask you this, Chris. Who's who is your more favorite head coach, Brian Kelly or Nick Saban? Uh, a, a favorite coach. Oh, yeah. I like. I, I'm starting to like Nick Saban more. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, Brian Kelly's making the rounds on social media after denying that he said something, even though there is proof that he said it. Before playing Florida State last week, he was on his coach's show on the radio and said this. And, and that's not a disclaimer of, of any kind. We're going to go beat the heck out of Florida State. but The beat the heck out of Florida State is what everybody is talking about because oh, he, I heard it. He, so did I. He was asked that, about that specific comment. The reporter used his language and he uh, in this week's press conference, and this is what Brian Kelly said. I think you all know me. I'm pretty careful with what I say and how I said it. Um, Never have I been cavalier or disrespectful to an opponent uh, in my 33 years. So if somebody wants to prop up a comment like that and um, inflate it into something that it is not, that's what social media is about today. So, uh, Chris, what is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's, he's, he speaks out of both sides of his mouth. This is why I'm not really a fan of the guy. Um, but in this particular case, I don't know if he necessarily did anything wrong. He said he's going to beat Florida State. Well, he should feel like he's going to beat Florida State. He's about to play them. 
I don't think there's any disrespect intended by saying we're going to beat that at Florida State. You're the head coach. You ought to feel like you're going to do that. Um, you know, I guess where he gets into trouble is trying to make it seem like he never said that. Um, That's where the issue is. Yeah, I know. I, I know. But I, I, I'm just – these are coaches. You have to take them all, almost all of them, you know, at face value. They, they're they're going to say some things to try to get their team fired up. They're going to speak out of both sides of their mouth if it suits their situation. But especially a guy like Brian Kelly, who doesn't seem like he can be trusted in the first place. <laughs> Tony, what is he talking about here? I don't know what he's talking about either. Um, I think Chris is Chris is kind of right on this. I, I also take I don't take issue, but maybe that question doesn't need to be asked. I mean, what can, do we have? How do we know how the question was asked? Because it just seems like what are, what are we finding out by asking him? about what he said then at that point like right we're trying I, to trap I, him basically what, what, what is what, how is that interesting to the to the reader you know who's gonna like we know what he said by the way it's been on sound clips i don't know everywhere since then so i mean we got the context we can kind of fill out how, how he said it what he said so to go in there and ask him about it this is this was what? When did they have this press conference? This was it was earlier, earlier in the, the week. week. All right, I found the question. Here we go. Hey, Coach. Um, this quote that was going around, we're going to beat the heck out of Florida State. It's my understanding that you said that at your coach's show in jest, and it was taken out of context. I have okay. no idea. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But, but, you know, Tony's right. Shame on this guy for even asking the question. He's just looking. Why? At, it was a big thing talked such about a big in the LSU thing Nation. What's such a big thing about this. a coach saying his team's going to win a game? How let is that a big th- thing? Let me say this. It did seem like whoever was asking the question was trying to give him a chance to basically say it was, of course, it was said in jest because that's how he led the question to. Um, not Trip Kelly. What's his name? Brian, Brian Kelly. Kelly. Brian Kelly. In the first place. So, uh, you know, again, though, like how maybe it's not necessarily for, and I, I, I my guess is that's uh, a, a beat reporter, a reporter that covers LSU often. Uh, he called him coach, A, B. Just the way he kind of delivered that question kind of was a softball. Like, here's your chance. Tell everybody you weren't, like, putting your – your sword into the ground like we're gonna beat florida state beat the heck you know out of them. yeah you know i don't know it's just it, uh, i don't know if it's needed why do why is that why is that important why are, you know we had monday to we had sunday monday to talk about i'm sure his press was until tuesday anyway as most of them are so i don't know chris actually saw the video he looks more annoyed than i've ever seen anyone Me? look no the brian kelly in the uh, press oh. conference he's so annoyed that someone that is asking that question yeah well, and he says i don't know yeah well you know what you uh you uh, sold your life to go down to lsu and be the head coach of this <laughs> football did. team yes, so uh Enjoy the atmosphere. You're out there with a with a fake southern accent. Yeah, where did that southern accent go? I didn't hear it the, there. And uh, you know, what was it, dancing with the, the Bayou dance. Yeah, come on, man. Number two. Uh, the Lions beat the Chiefs last night to kick off the season. It I think it was pretty impressive that the Lions pulled that one off, but maybe not to Mike Tarico who called the game. Here is what Tarico said that angered fans. This has an asterisk because of no Chris Jones and no Travis Kelsey. But after what you saw at the end of last year. 
So he said, this has to be an asterisk because there's oh, no I Chris Jones and no media. Travis Kelsey. And then he at the end, I left it in there because he's building back up. So he takes him down and then builds him back up. Anyway, uh, Tony, do you think this Mike Tirico clip... De- or, let me start that over. Do you think Mike Tirico deserves the heat? No. This is this is just more ridiculousness. He said that's an <laughs> asterisk because they're not they don't have two players? That's kind of weird. I, I mean, I'm sorry. They're they're probably the two most and most important players. And not to mention, he didn't just leave it. I like he didn't just say, Oh, this you know, this uh this Lions uh win, it deserves an asterisk. Signing off here for Mike Tirico, he didn't do that. He was <laughs> he was actually making the point that Although it deserves an asterisk, based on what we saw last year, and I assume he was going to say Detroit Lions look like they're a team that's yeah. uh, a team that's for real. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. People, get a life. There's no reason to be <laughs> mad about him saying that. Oh, my Lord. I want to hear it one more time. I, I, I got to listen closely. This has an asterisk because of no Chris Jones and no Travis Kelsey. He says this has an asterisk like this win I, has I, an asterisk. I, I, I heard it. As I, I, I I, a matter of fact, I mentioned it in my, my whole diatribe there. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. Chris. You're not going to believe this. Uh-oh. But I'm actually going to agree with Scraby on yes! this one. It's probably because I don't like Mike Tirico. I was Tirico just getting to ready with. to say that, I I and I did, and I and I'm couching my thought by by pointing this out that I'm not a big Mike Tirico fan. But I don't, I don't think. Yeah, he's in the book. I don't think it's his right to say that the Lions get an asterisk for winning an NFL football game. Uh, he is correct in the sense that everyone who talks about this game is going to say, "Well, the Chiefs didn't have Kelsey. They didn't have Chris Jones." They didn't have Eric Bieniemy too, as their offensive coordinator. I mean, there's a lot of things the Chiefs don't have that they had last year. But it, to me, it's still a nice win over the Super Bowl champs. And I, I think the Lions shouldn't be given an asterisk for going in on the road and winning. Winning in the NFL is so difficult to do, uh, especially against a Super Bowl-caliber team. So I, I, I'm not going to give the Lions an asterisk. I am going to give Mike Tirico a knock for, uh, for, for using that phrase. It's also an asterisk. Hello. That is exactly the point, is that Mike Tirigo actually doesn't hand out asterisks. It's not an actual <laughs> real thing, ladies and gentlemen. So what are, again, what is everybody upset about? I, I it's think... not It's not like the NFL, when they go list week one winners, will put an asterisk next to the lines of victory. That's just his opinion. I just, I'm just saying, it's not a real thing. I understand that, but as a Lions fan, I've been bad my entire life, and finally I do something good. And, and it Mike Tirico says, on "Oh, it. you have an asterisk." Oh my gosh, poor Lions fans! <laughs> I, I would write a strongly worded letter and send I'm, it to him. You, you certainly seem like the type that would write. I don't think you need to do that. I think letter. he's getting the message pretty clearly from yeah, Lions fans <laughs> right now. Lions fans do not like him right now. Yeah. All right, I was seeing a lot of tweets lately about the price of San Diego State football tickets, and with UCLA coming to town, the prices are higher than usual. I looked on a few different ticket sites and found that the lowest price I could find was $86, including fees, and that would sit you right behind the south end zone. If you want to see on the sidelines, you're looking at anywhere from 110 to $600 with fees. Um, Chris, what do you think is a good price for an Aztec football game ticket? Uh that that you're asking me an impossible question. That's not One, impossible. It is. It is. I don't I'll have tell the. You mine. I, I don't. Have, okay, I'll get yours in a minute. I, I <laughs> you know, the Aztecs are really struggling with this right now because they've got a new stadium. They they should charge a little bit more of a premium to come to this new stadium. You, you got to help get it paid for. 
you know, be careful what you wish for. We've talked about this in the past. If you're a fan, you want the NBA, you want the NHL to come to San Diego, be prepared. If you ever get it, you're going to have to pay for it. You want a new stadium and nice new great digs for the Aztecs, you're going to have to pay for it. So I don't necessarily blame the Aztecs, but at the same time, it does seem like their price point is a little high. So I don't know exactly where they need to come in here to get people to you know stop thinking about the cost and just think about going to the game and supporting this football team. So I, I think it's really a tough question. And if it was an easy question, the Aztecs would have it figured out by now. So uh, you know, but I also know this: that when I go to the movie, twenty dollars used to cover me and Lori. And popcorn. Now $20 doesn't even cover me. That's so why I don't go to the movies. It's really, everything is costing a ton of money. Concerts these days are incredibly expensive. I mean, I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just saying, if you want to go out and enjoy your evening, get ready to spend. So I, I don't know where the Aztecs should come in here. To be, That's why I think it's a hard question. Tony? What's yeah, a good price? This is a ridiculous question. It's we not a ridiculous question. We shouldn't be tasked with trying to figure out the, 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 the money it should cost to go to a, a football game. I'm just asking you guys what you think it would you would be comfortable paying for a ticket. I'm not asking you to rewrite the entire financial code. Yeah, but my comfortable may be different than your comfortable. Your comfortable may be oh, different than I Chris's forgot. comfortable. Yes, Chris's in comfortable the- may be more difficult than, than, uh, than Lori's comfort. You know, you never know, man. <laughs> anyway... Uh, I'd say uh, 100 bucks. I don't know. 100 bucks. Oh. Okay. That's not terrible. Thank you for giving me a number. Well, what's your saying? number, Mr. Uh, I have it all figured out? I would say, I and before everyone says that I went to ticket broker sites, I went to the Aztecs website and tried to buy single game tickets. So I went through their website, and this is what I found. I would say $65 is a perfect price for this because I know that they need to make some money. So I understand that I'm going to be paying a little bit for it. But eighty six in the goalposts, and then you have to pay one hundred and ten just to get a good view of the field. That's a lot. One hundred and ten dollars. Wait, a lot. hold up. Have you sat behind a goalpost before? I have, and it's not a good. It's not a good view of the field because half the some people is like on the it. Other side. Some people I'm like the say, end zone. The student look. section at San Diego State in the old place was behind the goalpost. You could see everything. There was nothing that you couldn't see. No, you could see it, but it's also like a hundred and fifty yards away, and that's not, not a all joke. of it. Oh my lord! Yeah, I know. Greatest. Well, he's off. he's a complainer. I mean, that's <laughs> all he is. I I'm not complaining. I'm just I, saying sixty five dollars. You sound would be perfect. like you sound like you should live in San Diego with the rest of the complaining sports fans who don't want to pay any money to go see their sports, and therefore would rather go to the beach or go climb a rock or do whatever it is they do <laughs> instead of going to sporting hey, events in hey, this city. Hey, Mister New Car over there, you are in a different level of, of comfort in life I, than I am. No, I don't like to pay that kind of money, but I don't like, I don't go to the games. I, I, <laughs> okay, but, well, you know, there is a very good way <laughs> that you could have, uh, not have to pay those prices. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's the way out, I guess. I don't know. Snapdragon's a nice place. I just, I just wish I could go easier. All right, that's it, guys. You failed to mention you know that they actually... You failed to mention that they're expecting over thirty thousand for this game tomorrow. They so, are, yeah. The attendance. Yeah, a bunch of UCLA people probably. I don't know who it all is going to be. Maybe that's I why just it's so expensive. All these UCLA people are handing out their hundred dollar bills. I don't know. Pet, the... Petco Park's ticket, I believe, is is among the most expensive in baseball. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tony. That did not correct. seem to hold uh, fifty sellouts from happening in San Diego's no. Petco Park. And those this people year. Are, were, were, so were willing this, to pay that. Chris it's a major very... league sport 
this very well could be what we like to call a scraby problem. No, um, by the way, I don't know why I'm playing the end music because uh, we're going to say goodbye <laughs> to Tony and Chris and I are going to talk for like another minute or two before we head out. So, All right. Yeah. yeah. But so goodbye, that. Tony. Have a great weekend in Houston. Thanks for all bye, your Bye-bye, guys. All right, stick around. Uh, Sammy Levitt's pregame show is coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, we got a couple of minutes to wrap things up. Uh, I want to wish everybody a good, uh, happy couple of weeks here. I'll be gone. Scraby and Tony and Dave Marcus, I think, will be special guesting to uh, help things along for the next two weeks. But, uh, you know, I assume you'll be able Can you, like, make my NFL picks for me? Against oh, Tony? Oh, uh, yeah. But Cannot I, get me too far behind? No, no. I, I don't want that pressure, to be honest. You don't want that pressure? No, because I know that I will never hear the end of it, and it will be a it will be a win for Tony or a win for you that was not it's real. Either, it's a loss. It, it's one of those lose-lose situations Oh, for it you. totally is. Yeah. I'm going to create an, an Instagram group for us so that we can all so chat. So we can still yeah, chat yeah, while yeah. I'm gone. All yeah. right, that'll be good. Uh, but uh, everybody uh, have a good couple of weeks. I'll be back. Before you know it. Um, but uh, anyway, Padres will go to Houston. They'll go to L.A. They'll go to Oakland. Then what? Two game, two uh, two series at home is all that's left. Oh, wow. the that's Rockies, unbelievable. The Rockies and the Cardinals. That's it? Man. That's it for the home schedule. That's kind of sad. Supposed, it just wasn't supposed to be like this. No. It just wasn't supposed to happen like this, Scrabe. It's so sad. It is. It's going to be sadder, too, because... Uh, Pretty soon, whether it's you know next week or the week after, they're going to be like officially eliminated. I don't know what their magic number is, but you know they're going to have to take stock of the day they're officially eliminated. And it just wasn't supposed to be this way. Uh, college football tomorrow. The Aztecs. Good luck to uh, Brady Hoke. Uh, you know what? All of San Diego is rooting for you to beat. Uh, that overofficious guy, uh, Chip <laughs> Kelly. You hate him. I do, right? but I'm not. A, I'm get in line. I, I, I can't be the only one that hates him. No, it's not, you know. Not. I mean, uh, Chip Kelly for what the Bruins did to the Holiday Bowl and just to, just to our city in general. Uh, they deserve a beatdown tomorrow night. So <laughs> let's hope the Aztecs can administer one of those. Um, we got uh, what else is in college football? Alabama's playing Texas tomorrow. That's a big ball game. That's really the only big one of the week. Uh, to me, the focus on college football anyways, on Dion and Colorado. That, by the way, Scraby, you, you brought up the thing in the Big Five about the Aztec tickets. Yes. Did you see the Colorado-Nebraska tickets are going for over 400 bucks? I cannot imagine. Well, to see Dion's home opener. Over 400 You know, the Colorado if, AD made a good business decision by shelling out the money. <laughs> I guess but. so. <laughs> I mean, people are paying, you know, outrageous to go see Colorado. Sunday, the NFL. Sunday, stuff kicks off. Niners get the Dolphins. Steelers. Dolphins get the Chargers. Anyway, Scraby and Tony will be here Monday to wrap it all up. I'll be back soon. Everybody hang in. Sammy Lovett's pregame show is coming up next, followed by Padres and Astros. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. But I feel like I need to say something because it's got to last me a couple of weeks. Nope. No more? You're done. Thank you. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 